When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friday. Uh, the, the sporting weekend's already started. This is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, broadcasting from the studios of SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, but across the Central Coast, Illawarra, Griffith, Canberra, uh, through Queensland, 693 AM in Brisbane, the Gold Coast, regional Queensland, the SEN Track Network, wherever you're listening on the SEN app. It is great to have your company, as I said. You've got to leave past. You, look, do you have to go to work today? Seriously? Cricket's on again. Basketball tonight. More rugby league. Rugby union. Waratahs in action tonight. There is so much to cover. Boxing on the weekend. Supercars in Newcastle. Brandy, where do you want to go? I mean, aren't we the luckiest blokes in the world that we get to city for three hours and just talk sport? And there is so much of it. Andrew, we are pretty fortunate, aren't we? That's uh, There's no no doubt about that. Uh, I'm... I'm I'm looking forward to the footy tonight. Like, I, th- I think they're two great games, the Eels and the Sharks, the Broncos and the Cowboys, and I think you can go back to those great years where the Cowboys and the Broncos, after the Broncos beat Penrith down there last week, I, I think it'll be one of the one of the Bronco-Cowboy classic games that we had in okay. the, the grand final in 2015, rolled into round four 2016, into the finals 2016, Early doors, 2017. They're all golden point games or extra golden time point. games. Four games in a row. I think we'll get SCN. something like that from the Queenslanders. SEN will have the call of Parramatta v uh, Cronulla tonight. And then you can listen on the app, continue to listen on the app to the cricket, basketball on tonight. It's huge Fox League with coverage, exclusive coverage uh, of the uh, Parramatta and Cronulla game. Now, last night, the round kicking off at uh, Penrith. And there is drama. Before we talk about the win, uh, Penrith getting up 16-10. Rabideau's sort of getting a, a second win very late to uh, close the margin. A fan was ejected from the match after allegedly racially abusing Latrell Mitchell as he left the field at halftime. You really thought we'd moved on from this, that we were that we're better than this. Police are reviewing footage and the Panthers are working with the NRL to investigate further. Probably... Probably the best comments to play this morning would be that of South Sydney coach Jason Demetrio, who was uh, pretty strong on the issue after the game last night. Well, it's not a claim. It happened. It's not the first time we've come here as a club and our players have been racially abused. Like, where does it end? It's just not on. Now, I shouldn't have to be able to come here as a coach and lead a team of players in here to be racially abused. It's not what our, part, our game's about. And we have to stamp it out completely. NRL clubs have to get rid of it. I'm, I'm life bans. Anyone wants to make racial abuse, and get, get them out of the game. We don't want their support. It's got to end. He's sick of it. Like, why, why wouldn't he be? I mean, he should be able to come here as a star of our game and not be racially abused. Who cares what colour he is? It's just not on. I don't understand how that happens in our, in our day and age. I, just can't, I can't get my head around how a young kid thinks that that's a, a, the language to be using. I care what jersey he's wearing. And I'll get him out of our game. Jason Demetrio, very passionate last night, um, and and yeah, I mean, I mean, what what else can you say? I mean, he's Jason has summed it up. How life bans work? I mean, 
to me, it's more than that. I, I, I don't know. Like I'm talking about the actual how, how that would work. Do you name? Do you shame? I mean, it's probably need Lee Hadji Pentelis if it, if it was confirmed. Um, and, and Jason saying, look, it's not a claim. It happened. Then mm. how does the life ban work? I mean, does that mean that at every ground, this person's face and name is there? Like, who, who's going to pull them up? Like, I know yeah, it, I sounds, know. it sounds I... dramatic. Does it work? Mm. Does a life ban work? I don't know. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. We're, well, I know that we've had instances um, very similar to this, Vossi. So if if it's proven that what thought was said was said, yes, life ban. But I, I don't know how a life ban works. How, how do they? How do they? Know, how do they know this person's not getting the grounds around Sydney? While Damn. if if and I don't know what support. Obviously, a Penrith supporter was he. A, was he a member? Was he a ticket holder? Um, I don't know much about the details, so uh, they'll investigate. And if it's proven, well, certainly won't be getting into um, Bluebet Stadium again. Well, what, but what would what should the punishment be? I mean, um, it's it's so distasteful. It's it's just it, it, as I said, you'd, you'd like to think. Look, I've always been simplistic on the view, and I go right back to. One of my sons, Matthew, um, loved his rugby league early. And, you know, he, he loved watching Matt Bowen play and Jonathan Thurston. But he didn't care what colour they were. He just wanted to know, are they eligible for New South Wales or Queensland? <laughs> you know, that was a simplistic view of a little boy. And I've always sort of adopted that, that if the, the NRL had a slogan, I only see the colour of their jersey. I think that should be the catch cry for anyone going along to the game. Now, I want to take a little further. Last night, Latrell Mitchell was booed every time he was involved in the game. But but was that fair cop last night? Well, probably was, in light of the windscreen comment. He, he came to the game as the bad guy, if you will, Brandy. But mm. does that mean Latrell Mitchell would be booed next time they play Penrith? The game after that? The game after that? It probably will be, Brandy. Will that be... Will that be crossing the line? I think you, we've probably got to address it. Will that be crossing the line? Well, I, I don't know. W- would he be booed like the next? Like he won't play at Penrith until next year. Yeah. Will he be booed next year? I, or is it water under the bridge after his windshield comment? Like I, I would think, New Year. Um, different feeling. I, I but I can't answer that, Bossy. I, I don't know no. what. You know, I don't know what the crowd. You know what they think and what, you know, how they treat individuals. Um, so, yeah, look. Entirely it, different it, level, yeah, of course, what we'll was directed just, at him at half-time. They're two, they're two different things. I mean, it just, it just They are two place. different things. Yeah, they are two different things. And, and Luttrell doesn't mind saying things in the media and he doesn't mind painting himself as the villain. Um, but you, you don't step over that line. Yeah. And I'd like to think that the you know the ground was buzzing last night. It was a great night for a Thursday night crowd um, and, and game. Penrith's performance outstanding. The way they they picked it up on um, on Latrell Mitchell's game. I, I, I make this for you. you are the rugby league expert here, Brandy. But at the end of the game, I looked at the stats and and Latrell came alive late in the game. He's had ten runs. He's had six tackle busts, three offloads. I reckon if. Jason Dimitri broke the game down last night and said, well, if Latrell had five more involvements, we score at least one more try, if not two. Latrell Mitchell, you know, to me, it, it was, I, I was waxing lyrical in commentary about his involvement late. 
But it was also frustrating from a fan's point of view that he just didn't seem to be clocked on um, for a good 60 minutes of the game. Is that being unfair? I mean, he just I'm he sure was just I'm, in lope mode. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he's... Luttrell isn't that isn't that play. He's not he's, he's not Dylan Edwards, and Dylan Edwards was involved in everything. Dylan Edwards works hard to get the team out of trouble. Luttrell, that's not part of Luttrell's game. Luttrell's very selective, but I'm sure if you asked every Penrith supporter, they would have been very happy that he was quite early on, and because when he did get involved late in the game, he almost got South out of trouble. He almost won the game for South Sydney. Yes, uh, with with those four or five touches that were that were just Latrell brilliance. So yes, Latrell's selective, and I'm sure South Sydney would like to see him involved a little more during the game and not not be so quiet for, because he was in the the opening forty minutes. Uh, there was very little Latrell. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and as I said, if you just did it by the numbers, almost like a man you looked at it, you know, with a maths head and said, right, he's had ten involvements. He's you know this this leads to that. Can I get five more touches? Can I get him five more times in the game? That will convert uh, to points on the Penrith performance. Brandy uh, obviously relieved today, but also uh, very happy to see the, the manner in which they attacked it. I mean, it was it was almost out of semi-finals playbook. I thought the way Penrith started the game, the speed of the game, the opportunities they took out of dummy half. Players like Sandy Luke I thought was fantastic. The Mitch Kenny was good to start the game last night. And the front rowers, Liotta, Fisher-Harris, there was a lot of, as I said, big match players um, played bigger games than the big match players for South Sydney. It was my breakdown of Penrith v South last night. Yeah, they they, they had more ball than South Sydney, Vossi, and they, and they controlled the game quite well. I, I, I agree with you. The way that they... The commitment that they showed early in the game and the speed that they played, uh, it, it made it a tough night for South Sydney. And South defended well and kept them to, I think, fewer tries than what I thought the possession um, showed. And I, 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 as a Penrith fan, I was, I was a bit worried that they hadn't scored more tries and South was still in the game, which was proven right at the end of it you know, with the kick into the corner and... Um, Dylan Edwards saving the situation for Penrith, but that's how close it got. But it was a very dominant 60 minutes from the Panthers. Well, you can have your say on that impressions of last night. What what do we do uh, in this case of uh, racial abuse at halftime of last night's game? If you've got some thoughts, uh, spread them here uh, through the Motorola open line. Hello, Moto, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Check out the latest smartphones from Motorola.com.au. You can also get us on the Edgewater Homes text, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Edgewater Completed Homes now selling in Catherine Park Estate. Their website, edgewaterhomes.com.au. Other rugby league headlines today. Ben Iken has quit his role on the Broncos Recruitment and Retention Committee. Hard to read into. What's going on there? Uh, Peter Volandis has declared the independent doctor is here to stay, hitting back at criticism from Gus, telling the Telegraph we won't be at all swayed by anyone with a view that is not medical. And the Herald reporting the collective bargaining talks could drag on for weeks due to the issue of the transfer system. Several club bosses have reportedly asked for clarity about how and when players can move clubs before a deal is finally 
signed off. And Michelle Bishop will have more on that story a little later. Now, onto the cricket, Brandy. Usman Khawaja, all hail Usman. Is he not mm. one of the best? Because at 36 years of age, Usman Khawaja is a veteran. Would he be, would he be one, the, the number one veteran in Australian sport at the moment? I'm going to... Going to toss that out there this morning. Come up with a list of those that you would categorise as veterans in sport, male and female, who are the best performed right at the moment uh, uh, mm. across the board. Uh, well, you know, it, it, Kawaj is exceptional. It, yeah, that was, it was a great knock, Foss. You know, I, I watched a lot of the cricket up up until the time the footy came on last night. Then I flicked over to to catch the last half hour of of the cricket. Kawaj's innings was. Uh, fantastic, which is what he's done for Australia since he's been back in the side. Um, 104 not out. Cameron Green, 49 not out. Four for 255. They said the pitch was definitely the best batting pitch that they've had. Um, and we needed to score plenty of runs. And the experts said that. They said, well, there's both sides will score big first innings totals. And then uh, we think the pitch will break up. We've gone in with three spinners again. Um but uh, Us- Usman was, yeah, magnificent, magnificent. Went right down, um, right down uh, to the last over on uh, SEN with coverage, Brandy. And if you have the SEN app, you can listen to the cricket. Uh, this was Daniel Norcross on SEN calling Usman reaching the three figures. Shami runs in to Usman Kwaja, and Kwaja clips it away, and there it is. He reaches his 14th century for Australia with a perfectly struck boundary. A language shot as befits a fantastic performance from a truly brilliant cricketer. Ever since he's moved to the top of the order, well, Australia have found a superstar opener. He raises his bat. He is in delight. He's been hugged by Cameron Green. He's batted all day. He's got there from his 246th ball in the very last over of the day, and he's got there in the style that he's batted all day, really. Just clipping the full ball with the most languid of ease out to the boundary. At 30, again, at 36, is he the best, as I say, veteran in Australian sport that we have? I mean, the oldest player in rugby league now is only 34. James Tamo is 34. We don't have a, like a gal playing on at 38. I mean, we had James Roby here with a World Club Challenge. He's 38. We don't have someone like that. And I'm trying to think of rugby union, AFL, um, football in this country. Uh, Kawasha. I don't know if it's being disrespectful, calling him a veteran, but but that's the truth of the matter. 36. 36. He's a veteran. Yeah. Yeah, you're closer he's to the finish than the start. Well, he's, he's, not the, he's not the best veteran playing cricket, Vossi, of course. Um, mm. Well, not Australian. James Anderson. James, James yeah. Anderson's the best veteran running around the cricket field at the moment. But there's uh, there's something for you uh, to comment on. Best veterans, best Australian sporting veterans currently. Get on the Motorola open line 1300 01 1170 or chuck us a text. I've got basketball tonight, Kings and Breakers game three of the championship series. That is going to be a huge crowd. Uh, Waratahs uh, taking on the Rebels in Melbourne tonight. Been a bit of argy-bargy off the field to and throw. And, and what about the baseball news um, being covered? Before the break, Australia's had a stunning 8-7 victory over the world number four South Korea in their World Baseball Classic opener in Japan. You beauty. I'm hopping on the Australian baseball bus. I'm on it right now. Uh, This is Breakfast with Voss and Bandy. Straight back with your texts and your calls. We're going to ramp it up on this Friday morning on the Home of Sport SEM. 
Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.